My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. And I'm continuing my special series on medicine. And today I have invited, oh my God, a woman who <laughs> I admire, treasure, revere, um, Laura Martin Brevard of LMB Interiors. And I have known Laura for 10 plus years. And this woman, her medicine has helped me heal more parts of myself than I can even begin to say. So with that, I am so grateful to have you here, Laura, and bring your majesty to this show. <laughs> Well, as I often say, we are mirrors for one another. So what you see in me is what what I, I think you see in yourself. Ultimately, we mm -hmm. reflect each other. Now, we, we both have been doing medicine together, but what I'm really curious about, has have you seen how your design and the beauty that you've created has been impacted by the medicine? Wow, I love this question. I haven't ever really thought about how design is impacted by my experience with the medicine, but I guess how could it not be? You know, I what I can see about it is that I I have all these I love words and I love to use things like come home to yourself and it's an inside job and things like that, these double entendres, because what I'm really curious about is coming home to my internal soul self. But what I have been able to see since doing the medicine is I feel a new awakening around my commitment to the practice of interior design, because I really understand now what the universe was speaking through me when I was coming up with those things like it's an inside job and come home to yourself. It's gone so much deeper than that surface, those surface level trite marketing sound bites. Um, and it, it has really allowed me to awaken and hold a space for beauty for people in a much deeper richer way even if they don't consciously register that that's what's going on that's my why behind it and if I didn't have that I wouldn't even really be able to do interior design anymore I don't think what what I just um felt when you said that Laura was that it's like you're creating this beauty as almost as a mirror for them to see the beauty inside themselves yes that's so well said that's exactly right yeah. Yeah, it sets them up to be able to reflect, to self-reflect and to see a better version. Like so many people that I work with often don't feel that they deserve to have a beautiful interior. Like they know they need to get, you know, to improve their home, but they don't feel that they deserve it. Even wealthy people, if they've grown up without 
they haven't come around to understand that there's nothing holy or pious in withholding ourselves from having beauty and experiencing the richness of life. You know, I think we can all agree that it's time to throw out guilt and shame Mm -hmm. around allowing ourselves access to beauty. And plus my very firm perspective is that when we feel so full of our own good stuff and so connected to our higher power, what have you, then our desire to give and serve just is magnified. Like, I cannot even tell you, I wake up gleeful generosity now. You know, (laughs) I'm like, who can I, who am I going to do what for today? And I really see that it's directly correlated to my depth in the medicine but also, and which is healing trauma, healing the wounds of lack, limitation, you know, withholding from myself, this magnificent universe. Yes. And now I'm able to hold space for, you know, the, the full spectrum of client, the one who is, you know, multi-billionaire, international travelers, gives themselves everything they want all the way to... Um, somebody who just wants their bedroom refreshed. <laughs> oh, my God. What I feel in you is the generosity of spirit. Like, you're so connected to the energy of this life. And that there's such a generosity to it. Like, life is generous. Oh, it is so generous. Gosh, if we only even really knew. I mean, I'm just, I am just tapping in (laughs) (laughs) i'm just really getting it now Mm. it's so incredible say more say what you've seen well i've i've seen that it's it's sort of like um i heard this analogy once sort of like if you like ice cream and you just have a pint and you're hoarding it for yourself is one way but sharing your ice cream with Mm -hmm. others and then the milkman is delivering gallons to your back door so the cycle (laughs) just cycling through and it is really true it's not the more i get i mean this is so such a common uh, theme in our culture right now but it really is relevant to this conversation is that the more I give from true, without even thinking about it, just a truly open heart, the most mm. easy flow of generosity, a river flowing, it, it does keep cycling back around. It doesn't cycle around directly necessarily, but it shows up in, you know, a two week all expense paid vacation on someone's private jet because I, you know, opened the door for somebody last week. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the universe is an interesting accountant, but if I just keep it all to myself, then obviously it's not coming back. And if I'm giving it from a place of thinking I'm going to get something also, then that it, that, that messes up the formula as well. So mm. it's just more fun. It's like so fun. Show up to your house the other night with a jumbo bottle of Chardonnay and then leave with cut roses and the reciprocity. <laughs> just imagine if all humans did that with each other. Just like reciprocity all the day long and nobody kept score and everybody just exchanged their energy how Mm. it would expound on itself oh my god well i just think you spoke a truth of life that that is life is always exchanging energy back and forth 
mm-hmm. through every system. Oh yeah. But yeah, without absolutely. always thinking. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. do you, how have you seen um, beauty in somebody's home enhance their life? Oh gosh. I should read you this text I got from a client this morning. She just said it exactly. I asked her, how was she enjoying her, her home now that we've been gone? Like, how is she living in the space now that we've left and she's getting to sit in her um, new home? And she said, we're, we're loving our new elevated spaces. The boys adore their rooms. The theater is Dan's new office. Not surprised. He loves it. I just love seeing everyone enjoy all the spaces in the home. It warms my heart. Thank you for making that happen. <laughs> I just love to see people's lives. I love to see people wanting to connect and invite their friends over and, you know, create community. That's where we're headed. This whole nuclear family thing is going to have to be dismantled. We need to go back to living in community. That's what I'm seeing. I can feel, um, it's like you have this, um, like love permeates everything you're doing. Oh, well, not everything. You should have heard the judgment I had rolling toward my husband earlier. (laughs) But I get back on track sooner. And, you know, you you brought the medicine conversation in and, and that is something that is... What I what I've seen in the medicine is that love really is all there is. Like if we can just surrender and free fall into love, human in nature. You say this all the time, Anna. Nature writes itself. Mm-hmm. And if we could just all get out of the way, it's not airy fairy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> From ten love years, is, ago. love is the new hip. I know love unconditional is new love. unconditional love is is the is the new um the OG medicine. But you know what's so interesting, Laura, that I just heard even in you having known you for um the time that we've known each other mm-hmm. is that the way that you are with your judgment is so much kinder and gentler. Oh, sure. Well then I because I realize the second I get triggered you know, after doing the Byron Katie work, I stop and just go right away to the petty. There's a, it's, you know, the four or five part steps and you, you get as petty as you can and say what the person is. And then you turn it back around on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, I'm giving myself my own bitch slap. It's so funny. Oh my God. I just, um, I'm sitting here and I've got my eyes closed as I listen to you and I just feel the light emanating from you Mm. (laughs) without the struggle, without the, and it's okay. Now I'm going to ask you personally, how has medicine impacted you? Like, cause we've done, you've done different kinds of medicine. You've done um, the Bufo, you've done um, ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. San Pedro and San, and San Pedro. The, yeah. the grandmother medicine, the grandfather medicine. You know, what I can see is how each one has enhanced the other. And I must say how grateful I am for whatever conditions got organized in the field that I took it slowly. 
-hmm. and I revere the medicine. I revere it. I do believe that the medicine is coming back into the culture at this time for a massive healing and a massive awakening. But I think that the most important thing is revering it and understanding the value of the integration. And, you know, go ahead. Say more more about that because I also... um, had a profound experience where, you know, in one of my medicine journeys, like I did a whole, you know, intense year of Bufo mm-hmm. and then I kept falling back into who I am. Mm. And that's when I came across the gene keys and I saw the integration. Yes. Like the medicine was wonderful, but if I hadn't had this other structures, it was just another experience. And I came back into my shadows. And got that's stuck. exactly right. And I, no one is meant to do any of this alone. Right. And so every Every tool like the gene keys or the three principles or human design or astrology, we, what I see is that we have been gifted these tools that have been slowly integrating into the culture as the culture awakens, as we are ready for it. And, you know, some of us go ahead and, and, you know, have our experiences so that we can come back and disseminate it into the mass culture, hopefully so that more souls can awaken as we move into this age of Aquarius and really realize that we are truly God expressing itself. And what Mm -hmm. I have seen is that some of the medicine helps us heal trauma lineage like ayahuasca and San Pedro. The, The bufo for me and the psilocybin showed me the awakening and and literally that i am god i could feel (laughs) so it's this you know there are eight billion ways to come home to ourselves, and i think whatever formula whatever expander we find that we are our own guru that Mm. that we have everything we need to connect to the divine that religion can go away now that we do not need this layer of patriarchal structure, rules, fear, and whatnot. We are awake now. We have a direct line. It's like buying wholesale instead of going through the store. <laughs> right? Yeah, you don't need the middleman. You don't need the middleman. In fact, no. the middleman, you know, messes it up. Yeah. You know? And so we're here to wake up together, to walk each other home, to turn on each other's lights when we forget Mm -hmm. that you don't have to sit in the dark. You can have a sister Mm -hmm. goddess turn the light on for you. You know, no one is more wise than the other. It's just that at what level of your unfolding are you? You don't make a peony wrong when it's a tight bud or when it's in full bloom. Mm. But boy, I sure love to make you wrong before. Oh my God. Oh, sweetie. That's the beauty of it. I was so, you know, I I just want to compliment you because one of the things, um, the power that we've seen between each other, and I guess this is the gift that I want to in this podcast, is that if there's somebody who's bugging you or you're challenged by, it's that they're offering you the opportunity to see your own light to see where you see, like I would get triggered by you, by your power and your beauty and your majesty, because I had such deep inadequacy, but it made me feel it. 
mm-hmm. so that I could feel my own power. Mm-hmm. You know, that I could be my own divine light. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we have our human selves and then we have our higher power selves and it's all a part of one systems and, and system. And sometimes when people trigger us or we choose to use them to self-harm um, through judgment and comparison and jealousy or whatever the thing is, mm-hmm. that as the person on the receiving end, I at times was able to, because I love you so much, I, I could see that you were in your human struggle and I also really didn't take it that personally because I knew it didn't belong to me. But at the same time, sometimes my human self uh, would just, it would feel, it would, it's hurtful, right? And so when, but I believe, you know, like there's that, let's try to get to something here. When we are, when we have training partners in our lives, there is so there was so much love in our emotional checking account we have you invested so much your generosity to me over the years your old gales of laughter the you know the way that you self reflect and how vulnerable and honest you are about your feelings like you're a person that's safe for me to grow with because it you always come back around and take responsibility so that's that to me is a healthy relationship. Of course, relationships will have ruptures, but if they get repaired, the relationship is just stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you end up with a sequoia tree at the end, right? But if you are in a relationship with someone who isn't self-reflective and they gaslight harm through criticism and judgment, at a certain point, we have to decide this is just, I'm not willing to be your training partner anymore. And I have had relationships with women because I am successful and I just, you know, God, goddess, all there is flows through me. And I, I get to experience the joy of prosperity and many other things that I think a lot of people in the culture want. And I used to be that person that compared myself to everyone. So I know the wound. Right. It allows me to have compassion and empathy because I've navigated through a lot of those things myself. But I have had other relationships where I gave and gave and gave and tolerated and tolerated and tolerated and allowed them to compare themselves. And at a certain point, it's like, this is just toxic. Like my my emotional checking account is now overdrawn. Your account is closed. I'm done. You know, just discernment. And that's divinity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in Aikido, they would say, I'm going to do you a favor of not hurting me anymore. (laughs) I love that. That's great. Yeah. I'm not going to let you, because you'll have to wake up and feel it. Yeah. I had that. And, and, you know, you and I have talked about our partnerships and I'm in a, a 25 year relationship with my beloved. And there came a time in that partnership where I had to say, I love you so much that I've been willing to be patient and my patience is up. And I, I know that you're better than this and I'm not willing to allow this any longer, you know, the, the walking on eggshells thing, but I needed him. I needed that in order for me to realize that I was worth more than that. And I didn't have to keep coing and, you know, having this 
a tolerance of something that was harming to both of us. And that was a huge turn in our relationships. Most partnerships I have seen in this culture, you know, the woman just gets sick to death and is like finally at the end, just so tapped out and so anemic from taking breadcrumbs their whole marriage that they're like, I'm sorry, I just don't even have enough to give. Even if the husband says, or the wife says, okay, I'm ready to give it a go. It's like, no, I've been ready to give it a go for 20 years. I'm done. Oh my God. But you know, Laura, what you're speaking about is revolutionary right now. I mean, this is the gift is when you found your divinity, Mm -hmm. you transform. It's like, it starts with the self and then you brought it to the marriage. Right. And then it goes to the family and the unit and your business. That's exactly right. And it starts with us. It just, it does. It just starts with us. You know, I met with somebody this morning who was in a very similar situation as I was in, in those rough, in that rough season or three of my partnership. And, and I, I just said like, look, you keep putting your focus on him and making him wrong. But when we change the field changes and that I also saw in medicine. Yeah. It's all energy rises. That's right. The higher we rise, the higher, the high, it's like a, I love that analogy of the garage band. It's like you're warm. It's like, you're like a out of tune garage band warming up in your parents' basement at 30 and you just sound like crap. And then you keep wondering why, you know, you're not making it. But then as we begin to find our tune and find that higher vibration, soon we are just this majestic symphony, you know, attracting the angels instead of like the, you know, the cutters and the tatted up people who smoke cigarettes and drink beer. (laughs) (laughs) And not that there's anything wrong with that, but just no experience. (laughs) But what you're, what you've done is you transform relationships and uh, Richard Rudd, the guy, the gene keys, what he um, says is, you know, where there's no love, bring love. And that's what you're doing. But you have to first have the love and the beauty inside yourself. You have to realize your own divinity. Well, you do. And that why I feel such compassion for people who haven't made that discovery yet. And I do believe that that all souls do ultimately arrive to the realization that they are God expressing itself. Maybe not this lifetime, maybe in a thousand lifetimes. It doesn't matter since we're infinite. We've got all the time in the world. But in this lifetime, I really, I, I was thinking the other day about what an awful person I used to be. Like, I mean, and I still have my human shortcomings, clearly, but um, I was so petty and so self-serving and so unaware of the impact that my, you know, my hot mouth used to get me in, you know, I had to, I had to really mess up a lot before I realized I don't want to struggle like this anymore. Kind of just see the perfection of it all. Mm -hmm. And to know you to have watched, um, Oh God, it's so funny. I'm going to say, I can, I just felt your gene key, your heart gene key, the 52. Sorry for people who don't know gene keys. I've watched your ascension. Mm. I can feel it. Mm. (laughs) Like the perfection of it. Yeah. So I'm curious, how has medicine helped your business? Well, 
I think that apart from allowing me to be more connected to the importance and the value of beauty, which is the closest thing to God, mm-hmm. um, I think that it has really allowed me trust. I don't need to rush in to fix a problem. I mm-hmm. I can pause and wait and allow for the thing to unfold more easily. And I get through my triggers more quickly. So, you know, if I get triggered by a client who is scary, like that reminds me of my childhood, then I can work with myself so much more um, graciously and with more self-compassion. Um, because I see that it's all, you know, when you when you literally dissipate into luminescent molecules into a hologram and you watch the entire universe get created um, and real and it's like that changes a person you know (laughs) (laughs) a little bit a little bit and i'm still you know with that's like relating to bufo but i i uh which i did now two years ago i've done it twice you know it was so impactful i don't know that i'll never i'll ever need to do it again like i uh, i'm but it's still working me that experience and the and the San Pedro that I did where I I could see the dismantling of my addiction to feeling like I had to be responsible and rescue the men in my family that kind of fell away and in turn now I'm watching you know my brothers awaken to themselves and was now are they awakening to themselves because of my San Pedro experience probably not but that's what the ascension is, is coming into this, you know, 5D awakened consciousness is that that's what the new earth is my interpretation of the new earth. It, you know, it's, and maybe you can't draw a direct line to it, but it sure feels like it in my reality. We're the perceivers of our reality. We are, we are the perceivers of our reality. And that's, it's like a locked perception got dissipated. That's right. And something, oh my God, I could just, oh my God, Laura, what I just felt for you is instead of the fear for the men in your family, Mm -hmm. is I just feel the love that you have for them. Oh, it's so deep. It's so profound. It's like Mother Earth loving all of us. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, and the thing that's so beautiful in in my marriage is that the softening and the, the transfer from the toxic masculine into the divine masculine awakening. Now, he's not woo like me. He's still a very left brain engineer, but that man brings me the best cup of coffee every morning I could ever hope for, you know, (laughs) he, and he will just, he serves me and my daughter Mm. and for her to get to see that this is what love is, is your father serving you and prioritize, you know, like, oh my gosh, like that lineage has changed between my relationship with my father and our daughter's relationship with her father. And that's what they talk about, how we can heal the lineage through the, through this medicine. 
Hmm. or through the medicines. Oh my God. I just, I can feel, um, I feel so strongly mother earth and how much she loves us. Oh, she loves us. She gave us those medicines. We have receptor sites for the medicines that mama Gaia has created for us. I just find it mind blowing. (laughs) It's supposed to blow our minds. I know. I know. But 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 what's so beautiful is that because of the medicine, then I can know that this is what's in me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have it all the time. This is me. It is you. And I can get present and feel it. I also love about it that it is so mind-blowing. And what we see is so wild and so out there. And so it, one cannot understand it with the limited five senses that we have there since there is no way to contain it all because it is so vast and inf- infinite, then it's like, Oh, well, I'll never get it. So I might as well just surrender and love what is. Yeah, and that just gets me right that. into the present moment because it's like, no one will ever figure it all out. It's not figure outable. It's not supposed to be. Oh my God. I can but just the, lin- the left brain wants to figure it out. Well, guess what? Good luck with that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We are coming to the end of our time. And I know you have a retreat coming up for beauty makers who Mm. I want to give a shout out to that and brag about that. Put put that out there. What's coming up for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, um, I'm as the principal of LMB interiors, I, I joke that I, I didn't grow that business. It grew me. And um, so I want to pay it forward and help other interior designers and beauty makers who are curious, they're spiritually curious and want to want to think about how they can do their business in from the divine feminine and in a way that allows them to, you know, be leading, designing you know, curating clients and their interiors from a place of really being plugged into the divine. And I have a treasure chest of tools and I love to share. And so um, my side hustle is called Divine Hustler um, because I used to hustle from effort and now hustling from divinity has created this, you know, very energy rich life. And so I have a retreat coming up, uh, led by my version of Lady Gaga, Divine Hustler, um, where I am leading them through several days of self-discovery and bringing in tools to help them awaken. And that's called Pushing the Edge. And it is in Lake Tahoe on a beautiful home on the lake in Carnelian Bay, which you and I have stayed in. And so we know it's lovely. (laughs) And, um, And we are going to do a deep dive into... Um, awakening for interior designers and other beauty makers september 28th through october 1st lake tahoe so that will be the link will be in the bio and then also if you want your home to be designed by somebody who's so connected to divine and who can reflect back your divinity Mm. there's a lot of lmb interiors and you would be lucky to be in her presence because i know i am thank you anna thank you i love you thank you for this oh my gosh thank you so much I love you right back. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm.